What's up guys and dolls, welcome to the good, the bad and the stupid, it's Tuesday the 17th of November. There, I said it, I got it out, it's Tuesday the 17th of November. I said about five different dates and I've had to rewind and uh, get it correct. It's not the 19th of October, it's not the 17th of July, it's the 17th of November. <laughs> it's been a long day, a long day uh, um, walking around and around and around and around in the house, like many of us have, but I'm meant to be working. But well, you've got to get up and about, haven't you? You can't just sit there and stare at the computer because, I don't know about you, but I don't get nothing done. I start looking at other things that I enjoy looking at on the computer, which is nothing to do with work. You know why? Because there's no, there's no boss behind you looking. There's no one looking over your shoulder saying, um, you know, or you know, checking what you're doing that you have to like close down your windows and hide things from you. I know. I've worked in an office. I used to do. I know all the tricks. But when you're at home, you're just free to just browse anything, can't you? So you start doing all your little spreadsheets and looking at figures and putting, uh, you know, pe people you've got to contact. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at new shoes and new jackets and fucking eBay and Facebook and everything else. And then all of a sudden, two hours have passed because, you know, that's what you want to be doing. <laughs> so you've got to find a way of... Doing the work in very, very little time. This is to obviously I'm talking to anybody that's working from home here. <laughs> All the rest of you are going, what the fuck is he talking about? Have you come here for the news? Or the shit news? Because the news, he says, isn't really uh, what is what is good in the news. Anyway, yeah, so uh, anyway, those of you working from home, you've got to find a way of condensing all your work into two hours, blasting it in that two hours, and the rest of the day, just do what the fuck you like. <laughs> there you go. If I was your boss... That's exactly what I would uh, not want you to do, but if I was uh, your advisor, that's what I'd tell you to do. Because I imagine you'd do all the work, and you only do the same amount of work anyway. So you've just got to find a way to be focused for two hours. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Mr. Titwank. That's right, Mr. Titwank, a Tesco's shopper who was sent a new loyalty card, and they addressed it to Mr. Titwank. <laughs> that's got to be the funniest one of the day. Brilliant. That's uh, that's got to be somebody who's working for Moan for Tesco's probably, or definitely somebody who's not going to be there very long, surely, because um, it, it was an actual club card. He's obviously applied for, it and they've sent it to Mister Titwank because uh, they're obviously fucking. They don't think they're going to get caught, or it's going to come back on them. If they were clever as well, is another trick. If they're clever, if you're ever going to do something like that, you do it from somebody else's computer when you're at work. You don't do it from your computer. <laughs> you do it from somebody else's and then somebody else gets the blame. So yeah, anyway, Mr. Titwank's not very happy because his name's not Mr. Titwank for starters. <laughs> and that's why he's not very happy. But also, he's uh, playing on the uh, heartstrings here. He's, he's, very, he's wrote a very rude letter. No, he's wrote a very angry letter to the supermarket giant. Well... You're living up to your name now because they're just going to send one back saying, or if, it, if that goes to the right person, he's going to send one back saying, Mr. Titwank, we don't care, so leave us alone. Just get about your day. Use your club card or piss off. Or go and get a club card at, at somewhere else. But anyway, he's, he's pulling on the art string saying he's very ill and he's left him and his wife very upset as we are very loyal customers. You know what? He's after a few thousand pound uh, gifts. He's, he wants some. Uh, he wants some freebies of Tesco's. Are they giving him any? Every. Uh, they're not done any. I thought they would have at least got a comment from Tesco's, but they haven't. He's pulling on it anyway. He wants a thousand pound free shopping money. 
they'll have to say to him, well, give you the £1,000 as long as you accept it as Mr. Titwank or you carry on using that card. Otherwise, I'm afraid the normal bloke, Mr. John Smith, whoever you are, um, <laughs> doesn't warrant the £1,000. It's only Mr. Titwank that's upset. Anyway, let's get off that one. Let's get on to Sam. Sam Fox. Sam Fox is... Uh, everybody knows Sam Fox. Anybody who grew up in the 80s will know Sam Fox. Or will definitely know Sam Fox's tits or Sam Fox's breasts, should you say. Page three. She was the number one page three. And she's, got in, she's in the paper today uh, saying that she was the number one. I think she's got a book out or something. She's got something going on anyway. But she was the most famous woman in, the, in England apart from Princess Di. And who's the other one? I've ripped the other one off. I've ripped it... <laughs> And the Queen, maybe? Margaret Thatcher and Princess Di, and then Sam Fox. And believe me, Margaret Thatcher and Princess Di both didn't have the tits that Sam Fox had. But then you had to read The Sun if you was into Sam Fox's tits, and that was all the, all the fucking, well, majority of the fucking country. The working classes and stuff, anyway. But all, uh, uh, everybody was into... Uh, Sam Fox was famous and she had uh, insured her tits for, I keep saying tits, breasts, should we, should we call them breasts or should we call them tits? She insured them for uh, one million pounds and that was in the 80s. So uh, I don't know what you insure them for, in case they get chopped off, are you going to lose them? You're not going to lose them, well, I suppose if you breast cancer or something, but some kind of accidental situation where you lose them, I suppose... Uh, that's what she's got. That's her money. That's what made her money. So I suppose you insure, like a footballer insures his legs, I guess. But they'd like, they're likely to break their legs, aren't you? You're not going to break your tit. <laughs> I get breast. All right, whatever. You say tit, I say breast. I say, you, I say tit, you say breast. You say tomato, I say breast. <laughs> or tit. Or tomato. Or tomato. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm stir crazy today. You can see I've been uh, I've been stuck in the same room uh, for quite a long time. There's a, there's a company, it's a water company, is starting to power its entire fleet of tankers with bio biofuel that's created from human poo. <laughs> well, it's about time. I mean, that's a fucking no-brainer. Somebody had to come up with that idea. I mean, it's not the fucking greatest thing to get involved with. Whoever's having to work and do the converting and sorting it out but somebody's got to do it I guess but that's a great idea Use there's a lot of waste being put to waste that's not being used you do it with animals don't you you do it with all animals food but I suppose they just eat they're not eating fucking doner kebabs and Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> junk shit maybe they just you can only do do it from pure uh, vegans or people who've got a healthy diet Anybody who's got fast food diet, that ain't going to power. That's going to fuck the fuck the engines up. That's like using uh, used diesel or something like that, clogging up the uh, the waterways. But it's a great idea, though. I'm, I'm, it's about time somebody come up with that. The next thing's got to be methane, surely. Oh, you heard it here first. The uh, the methane electricity meter. That's my idea. I've fucking come up with that, and it's uh, intellectual property rights once again. Uh, episode. What an episode is this? <laughs> Three, three twenty nine. I don't know, three hundred and thirty, three something like that. A fucking lot of them. Anyway, I've done a lot of these episodes, considering how little, how few of you are listening. You'd think I had better things to do in my life, didn't you? But I haven't. You know why? Because there's a fucking lockdown going on. As soon as the lockdown's finished, these videos are going to get shorter. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, there's a video on YouTube. Check it out. It's got my sexy. Uh, 
there's a, there's a face to match the sexy voice. So if you don't think, or if you do think my voice is sexy, good. But if you don't, I've got a face to match it. <laughs> Speaking of Donner kebabs, somebody's created a Donner kebab takeaway pizza. Domino's. I mean, I don't like Domino's anyway. I think their pizzas are shit. Um, but the same. <laughs> There you go. They're not going to be advertising on my uh, placing any adverts on my videos or or podcast. But they're, they're making a pizza and it's got it's being called a it's, what's it called a uh, fucking out donut kebab pizza, a donut kebab pizza. <laughs> they're trying to corner the market there for when they're losing business to people who are thinking oh, I should have a pizza or should I have a kebab, and they go and have the kebab. They're losing that. They're trying to tune into that percentage, aren't they? The people that go and have that kebab. So people are oh fuck, we'll still have the pizza. We'll have a Donna Kebab pizza. <laughs> Fucking, it's vile. It sounds horrible to me, but I don't eat Donna Kebabs, but there you go. Each of the round, especially the novelty. You'll try it for a novelty, ain't you? But the pizza, the pizza, uh, pizza um, um, inventors, if you like, of Naples in Italy, they ain't going to put up with that. They'll fucking send the mafia around your house and put a fucking... Whoever come up with that, you'll end up with a fucking bullet in your head. Naples, they invented... Well, the mafia's down those ways. And the pizza, as far as they're concerned, is cheese, basil and tomato. That's it. Anything else is sacrilege. And putting a doner kebab on it, I'll tell you what, you'll end up with a fucking horse's head on your pillar. Uh, speaking of pillars, um, <laughs> I thought I'd use that to uh, go into the next one. Premier Inn are selling their pillows. They're selling pillows. They've sold 50,000 pillows so far. So far. Who the fuck thinks to go and look on Premier Inn? What, what they're selling from... Oh, I love, I love staying at the Premier Inn. I wonder if they're selling any pillows. <laughs> but they have 50,000. I wonder if it's the old ones that they've been using. They can't be. There must be like people who've gone, oh, that was a great night's sleep. Where do you get your pillows? I'd love to buy some. Must be that, isn't it? Either that or that somebody's buying second-hand pillows and that has got to be the fucking... That's only second to using somebody's dirty mattress, which you use on a regular basis if you go to a hotel. Many, many people's mattress. Crazy, isn't it? But using somebody's mattress, you wouldn't think of it buying a second-hand mattress, would you? But buying second-hand pillows, even worse. Especially ones with a big face stain on it where somebody's been dribbling on it for months. No. But anyway, uh, I think it possibly is that they're selling pillows that people are, are, are so in, in love with the, the comfort. I'll have to go and check them out. I'll go sleep in one for a chain, uh, for, on a way to do a deal. I'll go and check them out. <laughs> Stay at the Premier Inn. They're going to, I'm waiting for them to do a deal, and I think they're one of the cheapest ones anyway. Nothing worse than paying fucking... It, it's, Hotels are good for when the company's paying for it. When it's coming out of your pocket and you're paying £80 for one night and you're going out for the night, so you're only coming in and just putting your head down to go to bed. That's the worst, isn't it? It's got to be the worst night's sleep you ever have. Or you you want to just get in the hotel at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and stay there till 10 o'clock the next morning. Don't leave the room. Just get the fucking 80 quid's worth. That's the best way. Right, last one. A bare-knuckle fighter. A bare-knuckle fighter reckons he can beat... Um, he can beat his opponents into surrender by headbutting their fists. This is a good one. He, he uh, he's had a lot, of, and he's from Birmingham as well. He's an hard nut from my town. And he ain't the only one. There's plenty there. But they, uh, he said he's a, he's a kickboxer and a street fighter, and he uh, he's been into lots of fights in prison. And he would encourage people to punch him, so he'd wind them up, get him to swing a punch at him, then duck his head, and they'd break it, break their hands on his on his head, and then he'd beat him up. 
nice character. Hopefully, he's, he's uh, I don't know whether he's an arsehole and he's causing fights or whether he just fucking doesn't put up with fucking any, any shit from anybody and then deals with them. That's all right. I don't mind that. Hopefully, he does. But uh, I'll keep you... Just bear that in mind. If you're ever going to punch somebody, make sure you're fucking quicker than they can drop their head because that's a great one. That's only seconds of the headbutt. That's only seconds of a headbutt in the face. That always catches people by surprise. Anyway, it's nice, isn't it? That's the one nice way to finish it off. But then again, you've got to know these things because uh, there's a lot of arseholes in the world. And the arseholes, if you don't know those things, they're fucking headbutting you. So uh, anyway, last one. I'm gonna do. That was going to be the last one, but I can't finish on <laughs> violence and people headbutting people's fucking hands and stuff, or headbutting each other, should I say? Almost a quarter of people are going to buy themselves a Christmas gift this year. What? Only this year? Do that every year, hundred percent. Make sure you buy the number one person in your life a Christmas gift every single year, and that number one person, you better believe it. Yes, it's me. <laughs> In my life, there's, there's obviously going to be number twos and number threes, but they're all vying for position at the moment. But number one has got to be yourself. Everybody else's Christmas present has got to come second to that. Anyway, on that note, so you know, but, uh, anybody who wants to send me anything, don't worry. It doesn't have to spend a lot of money on it because uh, the, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> I think you don't have to spend a lot of money on people's gifts. I think the better the gift are the ones that are more thoughtful and the more thought out. Just spending like the best amount of money on perfume, whatever else, it's good in the moment, but it's not something that's going to stick in their mind. They won't remember what perfume you bought them fucking 20 years down the line, and they won't give a shit, and it'll bother you because you spent a fortune on it. <laughs> so you're better off by giving them something that has, uh, has got some meaning. Anyway, there you go. Righteous ending. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Do another one tomorrow. See you. Bye.